The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Hi, it's Doc Thompson to tell you about a wonderful book available in paperback and in stores for the first time, The List by legendary best-selling author J.A. Conrad. It plunges you into a twisted conspiracy that runs deep into the very heart of the American government. Ten strangers, each with a mysterious tattoo, a top-secret past, and connections to a famous historical figure. But that's not all they have in common. They're being hunted. Grab your copy of The List by J.A. Conrath at a local Walmart or bookseller. Visit jaconrath.com for more info. Hey, Matt's joining us in studio. Matt Carter, founder of Emory, is it? Is that the name of the band? Emory's the band. Emory's yeah. the band. Tell me about Emory. Emory is uh, what, you know, we, we just take the, the label Screamo. So I'm sure your listeners and viewers are new to that, but we, it's, that's a derivative of the genre of emo, which is emotional music. Right. Which is sad, shoegazery kind of a thing. And yeah. then we get in there and juice it up with hardcore music and make it really aggressive and screamy and, and, and all that too. So it's both of those things. It's something I got into doing when I was about 20. 20 years ago, so now I'm a 40-year-old dad of two, and I still had to play Screamo music. So, but yours is a little bit different, right? Yours is uh, more of a Christian base, is that yeah, right? It, yeah, it, we came came out of the Christian. A lot of the, that the, these real underground music scenes are crossed over between vegan, straight edge, Christian. It was all this underground movement and stuff right. that there, there's a bunch of things, and sometimes they emerge and, and break through, and our genre was able to... You know, it has some Christian and non-Christian stuff in it, okay. but it's able to kind of come together in that way. It's been kind of so. Fun. When you say wait, you say vegan, you mean like vegan, vegan, vegans? That was a music genre as well. No, no. See, oh. that's what I'm saying. It's, oh, okay. You know, that's what I was like. It's like punk music, though. It's you know, punk okay. music has all this activism built into it. Okay, so, I see what you're saying. Like naturally. <laughs> oh, so. I had so much. I was like comedy gold for tomorrow. I was ready. To, I was like, well, we've been on tours with bands that are you know militant vegans, and we're right. a Christian screamo band. Like you just that's you realize the kind that's. Of, Redundant, right? Yeah, because exactly. you know how you could tell a vegan. <laughs> tell Don't you. wait; they'll tell you. Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Never at all. So, uh, are, where are you based out of, by the way? Seattle. Seattle. And what are you doing in town? Well, I'm in town where we were, we were playing shows, so we're passing through um, doing Emory shows. So, Emory shows, yeah. excellent. So you got a you got a family that's got to be kind of difficult now versus the young days, right? Well, it's uh, it's not easy, but there's something about the responsibility of it that is, you know, you put yourself in a position where people depend on you, you know, mm-hmm. like a family, and I think it makes you, you know, do a little bit, you know, you have to perform, right? You know, and so it's, I, I kind of take the responsibility of that seriously, and it makes me a better person to do it. So it's a little harder. It's got to be difficult though, money too, because I mean, the the uncertainty of of gigs, right? Because I mean, yeah. it's kind of feast or famine. Right. Well, so we did this band for a long time, and we're just lucky that it worked, but it works enough not to make as much as my peers that finished medical school or software engineers or anything like that. We got. We stuck. have that same issue, yeah. We, we, we thought we'd do it for a couple of years, and then, like most bands, you'd fall apart, and then we'll move on with our lives, but it just never did. So yeah. it's now, now here, here I'm in. Here you are. 40 years old, we got to figure out how to make it work for the second half of life here. So is it is it constantly trying to find the, um, the little angles to make sure you're monetizing it? Is that what it is? Yes. So some new album. I mean, the well, Internet's got to make it much easier and social mm-hmm. media's got to make that a little bit easier. Um, but uh, and uh, products and um, merchandising and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what it is? It's the constant. Well, really, it's the the unfortunately for some it's the it's the travel and the touring and the live experiences okay. that you have to create if you really want to, mm-hmm. to, to make money. So it's the, everything's gone to where. You know, music's free. That went away in about 2007. Right. People stopped paying for music. Mm-hmm. And so, but the, the thing seems to be in entertainment in general is to make something amazing and make it as accessible as possible 
make a core audience that really supports you and go out and do the shows and build these lifetime customers but fans yeah you know base and we have that in spades so we we've got it we started when the band and the music industry started falling apart and being more difficult a bunch of other of the competition kind of went away so I right and so we've easier. survived and we've been mm-hmm. here and we've been connected to our fans really good we started podcasting in the last few years and there's so many you know. so many good business and life lessons right there right in what you just said there's like four of them mm-hmm. i want to get to okay so the first thing you said in today's world yeah it's about building that brand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not the instant pay mm-hmm. right you know, it used to be like you said music or whatever it's like here's the product or service pay me you're good it was a pretty simple process now that's not it it's uh it's building the brand and um and the following, all of that mm-hmm. coming with it, which is difficult for a lot of older people to understand. They're like, how do you monetize it? And it's like, well, there's a lot of ways that come with that, but mm-hmm. it's just not as obvious as you would think. So building the brand, whether it's making pancakes or burgers <laughs> or a band or a radio show or whatever. Is, <laughs> See, is really on that one is called a brand. Uh, brand identity crisis. Yeah. Have you ever considered giving this all up and uh, having Emery make pancakes on tour? Is that, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you missed something on that, but I think it might have to do with the uh, war on carbs and the is pancakes. That, do you think that's it? Yeah. <laughs> Might be a little bit too that. Too. <laughs> your burger, you can just get you know the protein kind of is big. Either. So, so that the other cool thing you mentioned um, was, um, and I forgot the second part of what you said there. Got to go do those live experiences. Yes. is that it? Yeah, the live experiences. That's huge. Being out and about, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's fun too because there's a lot of room to uh, kind of innovate there because some of that stuff gets stale over time. You know, it's just. The, you know, rock venues haven't changed that much, but but people want a more and more interactive experience. They want to be connected to you, not just this big arena rock band that's inaccessible. So uh, we got into doing podcasts and making our personalities mm-hmm. known and who we are. And we do experiences where we, we, we even did a conference recently where we could meet people and spend the weekend. And that's more about our podcast than our than our band. But we do, uh, you know, try to design our concerts where we're going to have a VIP packages or whatever so we'll do acoustic shows and q a and meet everybody in the like five or six p.m kind of a thing mm-hmm. and make sure that they get to meet each other and that, that something's happening at the event so you got to get the music right and yeah. the other bands right you make the experience good and they'll come back and they'll tell their friends so that's the other part of something we've uh, learned over and over again especially with younger generations but it's not exclusive to younger generations and that is it's about the experience mm-hmm. older generations mm-hmm. get this in a slightly different way Money or the price of an item or product or service that you're selling is almost secondary or tertiary in today's world. Mm-hmm. Used to be years go by, you're on, what's the price of the burger? And I'll decide if that's a better product and this and that. I'll factor that in. But price is huge. It's still out there. But it matters less in the in the idea that people are willing to pay if they get the experience they want. Mm-hmm. They will sacrifice, and much to Generation uh, Z's and the Millennials' credit, they are prioritizing and willing to do without other things mm-hmm. in order to have the money to buy this experience they want, right? It's That's right. the the experience. I don't know any other way to put it. It's the overall takeaway mm-hmm. you get, right, in total. Yeah, I used to think that was a silly millennial kind of thing, and now I'm starting to get it. I'm not a millennial. I'm just on the other yeah. side of that. And so I, I used to think that, you know, that's just somebody just saying, I want to backpack around Europe, and I don't care about anything. I thought that's what that, that's the <laughs> right. kind of thought of it's experience not. in that. But, or I, I go to restaurants that cost way too much. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's more. there is more than that, and it has to do with 
connection to other people and community. That's a part and of that, it. Yeah. That's actually what I think everybody's looking for. And we're isolated mm-hmm. in daily life way more than ever before. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is uh, their way of trying to have, you know, tangible interconnected human experiences with people and it's necessary if we're going to keep going forward technologically Mm -hmm. into the future we're going to have to pay for it's okay if it's commoditized or turned into art you know the things that we do to be connected to humans which is just a basic need so let's let's look at it this way for maybe an older generation to understand the experience part of it if i said okay the experience of buying a burger and the whole thing Mm -hmm. they might be like dude i like the burger it was good then you're not getting it look at it like an African safari mm-hmm. or a trip to the Middle East or wherever, someplace that you, a long thing that's an experience, a, a, a trip, a vacation. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to go there? Well, right. Uh, you want to go there because it's an experience. Mm-hmm. And then the takeaway, aside from what's happening over the course of those two weeks or week or whatever, is the memory of it, right? right. So it's the connection, the thing you're doing, and then the memory. Think of it like, you know, you could have a six pack at home, or that costs twelve dollars, or you can go out to a pub with four other people nice. where maybe the drink costs twelve dollars. Okay, they're they're very different things. One's just you get the beer; the other <laughs> right, one is you right. have an experience. So mm-hmm. it's an extension of that line of thing. You know what it's like to sit around with people and share something. Absolutely. And so, and then the, one part of it I think is probably quality about the product itself mm-hmm. as well. Um, if it's something like a phone where it's a better experience while you use it, that's probably obvious. But I would say, using your beer example, I just don't drink domestic beer. I'm done. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I do not get the same joy I get out of uh, you know more flavorful microbrew type beers. So I don't do it. You're a millennial at heart. See, see that? That's what it is. That's funny. <laughs> don't That's really that. funny. Do see not that? give I'm young, that. Chris. No. So you guys think I'm old? You are. I'm old. down with it. How many times have you locked yourself out of your email? <laughs> Stop. It's out again. This morning was really. It's a bad morning. Who's logging and using right now? Yours. Okay. It's just, okay. <laughs> anyway, but so it's about the product too. Yeah, you're right. It's about the experience of going out or whatever, but I have a better user experience drinking certain beer than I do mm-hmm. others. So that's probably part of it. So quality matters as well, right? So it certainly does. I mean, that'll separate things in the end. You know? so, and these are all things we constantly are looking for because we talk so much about business and people finding ways to make their lives better. So if you understand what people are wanting right now in products and services, Mm -hmm. so like you said, community, interaction, involvement, um, we know loneliness is a huge problem in the world. It's the reason, one of the reasons so many people are taking their own lives. And then quality of experience, uh, the quality of the products or service is part of the experience. All of these things matter. Absolutely. And and just giving people stuff that's, you know, free and accessible right away as the, the front door of that. So, you know, what we were, I got to be feeling irritated that people didn't really know who I was. I've been in this band for 10, 15 years, and I'm just the guy that plays guitar, has this haircut, or plays that guitar. <laughs> and so that's when we got into podcast. We do a podcast called The Bad Christian Podcast, and that's actually our full-time gig. That actually, we do better with that than the band a lot now. So it's just those two things that I spend my time doing, and that gives people that you know, it's really increased the sales of our our band. Just that all of our fans and beyond have come in this podcast community and know what we're like and what our kids are up to, and when we're talking about new music and whatever topics we're tackling there. That makes them even more likely to want to come see us when we do a, a live podcast or a concert or all that kind of stuff. I just so. got a text from uh, a buddy of ours, dude. I love Emery. Their bad Christian podcast and label are very edgy. Don't agree with all they say, but love, <laughs> but love the work hard, be better ethic. 
uh, very Building America appropriate as well. And that's one of the segments we do on this program or whatever. But that's just from a friend of ours. It's actually uh, DM and DM. Oh, very who is, good. Uh, he has, uh, yeah, who has America Pride Roaster Coffee, coffee people, who yes. just randomly was listening and sent that and said he loves you. So, well, he better be listening. So you got the following out there, whatever. <laughs> I don't know if you want him listening, just to be honest. Yeah, I'll take them all. Yeah, he's, very very he's shady, though. <laughs> he's very shady. Very business-like, yes. which is one uh, um, other part of this, too. Uh, working hard and staying with it. Mm-hmm. We've learned over and over again uh, from all kinds of entrepreneurs, entertaining. Part of the key to success is... Just staying with it. Uh, uh, yeah. If anything that you start doing right now, whether you do it well or not, if you're still highly motivated and working hard at it in five years, you'll be good at it, relatively speaking. You may right. not be top performer in the world, but if you if anything you take to do and, and really stay with it, you're, you're going to outlast most other people. So you'll be in the... You'll be up there eventually if you it's just It's a numbers game, it. right? But, it's, but it's if you don't have the motivation, you're going to quit. You know, If you just come up with some random goal like, oh, I'd like to be on stage one day and make a million dollars, you'll quit before you get there. <laughs> that, but you have to love the process right. is all there right. is to it. If you like driving and sleeping in a van on floors, playing for small crowds. Then you're in. Then And then you're going to do that for 10 years. You won't be playing for small crowds at the end of 10 years. Yeah, you'll, be so, you'll figure it out. That's a great that's, way to look yeah. at it, too. Yeah. Well, and I've always said to people, too, whatever the journey is, you're learning to, you know, uh, be in a band and you know hoping to be successful what whatever it is you're writing a book you're in a factory you're a doctor it doesn't matter if i tell you it's going to take 10 years first of all uh it's easier because you're like oh 10 years okay i just keep Mm -hmm. at it you you know it's going to happen sometimes you don't know if it's going to be five years or 20 years or whatever and then finally it's easy to start any of these projects Mm -hmm. let's go do it right it's easy when you get towards the end. Some money starts coming in or you have some successes. gets a little bit easier. It's that meaty chunk in the middle where you're sleeping in the van mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know if we're going to have to do this another 30 years before we start making money or whatever it is. Right? That's the part that's hard to keep motivated. Yeah, but that's why you can't do it for the money. It's got to be the, the, it's gotta be it the enjoyment the, of it. Yeah, or for the art you're making or the impact you're making. Whatever it is. That right. Or just hanging out with your friends. That's the part that keeps it fun is... You're on stage for an hour. You write an album every couple of years, but you are the camaraderie of traveling and doing stuff with your friends that you know super well and do that it becomes really, really important and valuable. And it's for a lot of fun. So when it's time to go, it's, I'm excited to go. So how can people find out more about you and uh, your Bad Christian podcast? Well, I'm sure that Google will be kind to. <laughs> okay. bad, we we named uh, the, the Bad Christian podcast, the whole thing. We named it Bad Christian uh, because... We just thought it was a funny take on everybody wants to be a good Christian. That's kind of nonsense because it's all just kind of fake for the right. most part, part. And so somebody said, what about bad Christian? And I said, well, there's no way that domain's available. Totally available. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody touching Amelia. I said, that's perfect. So we just kind of, you know, so I'm sure Google will be kind if you just look at right, Christian. We'll tweet out a link to it as well. Hey, it was great to meet you. Really appreciate it. Uh, Matt Carter uh, from uh, the band Emery. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate Thank you. It. I, Luke, send a message to all those that follow our Lord Jesus Christ. From a Firm Films comes Paul, Apostle of Christ, now on DVD and Blu-ray. There are men, women, children that will never meet you. There must be a handwritten account of your accident. Their faith challenged an empire. Do you really know about these Christians? I am concerned with these detriments. Their words change the world. Love is the only way. Paul, Apostle of Christ, starring Jim Caviezel. Available now on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag, what I learned today. 
This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.